welcome to the Inspiring Human Potential podcast. You will find on this podcast, this channel, Inspiring Human Potential Inner Growth 5D Self-Empowered Enlightened Channeled Guidance episodes, the 5DC I Am Expanding Consciousness episodes, Inner Growth Mindset episodes, 5DC, Krishna Lila, Lightworker episodes, The Adventure of a Lifetime, and Twin Flames and Soulmates, or Lightworkers, Life, and much, much more. And some of these will be subscription-based content, and some will be freely available content. What's most important to note about the IHP podcast is that we uncountry love being people we are actual life love expanding consciousness we are infinite higher human potential consciousness and so every episode is meant to support those who are on a personal development journey becoming the version of themselves that has began life at their first year of age zero years of age you know we we bring together many different topics and it's all about the amazing journey of a lifetime this life it is educational because it's meant to support those who will and are at some point in time have taken a look at the inner growth mindset and really it's because bringing together all of these episodes has been a lifetime journey of my own personal eight-year-old self to help people just to be able to know it's okay to be yourself and while many will come at this being yourself in a gazillion different ways here's what i'm going to share with you and for all of those who will become regular listeners i love having you as a community i look forward to just getting together and talking about our love for life our love cycles for those who are new welcome i hope you enjoy oh and let me make sure that everyone knows here's what a lovely naysayer had to share about this type of content and it is something that those who do not resonate with the enlightenment soul age group will feel and i'm going to leave that at that so this lovely naysayer thank you so much has shared that this content is pseudoscience bullshit and self-help crap so please keep that in mind and also keep in mind that we don't spell out truths i bring together many different topics from a consciousness perspective and they are again educational in the format of trying to support inform and share perspectives q a's and a lot more not only on a mindset that has been researched and tended to by me myself maria and i and then shared as courses future books yada 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 okay so without further ado here's what i wanted to primarily share with you the simplest of things can brighten up the day and our ability to love unconditionally with flaws and imperfections allows for every moment of life to be full of gratitude bliss abundance and ever-expanding love when you see or furthermore i should say when you can see how your life is the most amazing love affair alongside all your loved ones and humanity that life is a never-ending creator of miracles and puzzle pieces which always brings about your consciousness expansion and that of humanities that is if the opportunity to expand and create is taken and remember that we do have to 
choose to practice being in our ventral vagal state guys that nervous system's response and our mindfulness brain and we get to talk a little bit about that in most of the episodes so remember that's very important because the hijacked fear brain will not be able to take that opportunity because they're already in a defense mechanism of their nervous system and their brain has been again hijacked by that fear response whatever safety behaviors have served them to stay safe again enough of that so when the choice of expanding consciousness has been taken then you will know what enlightenment is and what it actually means to live it every day fyi that is a person being a functional adult forgiving nuanced knowing that there is not an evil button there is a shame button and it really isn't a button it's an actual physiological stance that our body can take and there's a way that our brain wires and all of this is indicative of why there are many adoptive children out there who are harsh unforgiving not in any way shape or form open-minded although they may think they are so long story short enlightenment is a functional adult who's open-minded and knows everyone has trauma not that there's this evil thing existing in somebody's body but that there's a nervous system and a brain that develops a certain way so again as we move forward it is from a mind heart and body in this place that you will know what living the isness of life is what living beyond your quote-unquote self is what doing something to help all people and all living things including our earth's resources is it is here that you truly catch a glimpse of what the word love l-o-v-e capitalized actually means in action which is also exactly what expanding consciousness is and enlightenment as a soul age group knows all of these things fyi pure love compassion kindness empathy these are the aspects that give a sense of safety from within and without in the external it is from this place that we see the true heart of all people all humanity has a heart that is this they may not know it but it is this that we create and co-create what we want to bring forth worldwide divide is a choice by the people of all lands every time people choose to speak act and take steps that are not loving not compassionate or equanimous when differences arise amongst each other so whenever people choose to be in their adaptive child response the choice of staying separate and battling is not something that stems from the heart it stems from our hijacked fear brain survival fear and lack in fact it's a physiological response guys this is where these individuals are not actually thinking clearly because they're already in their safety behavior response they don't know who they are because they're not connected to their ventral vagal state as a person so their prefrontal cortex is not engaged what is engaged is their amygdala and if they're already in their survival mode guess what happens to the hippocampus as it gets saturated with cortisol and by the way the stress hormones such as cortisol turn off our lovely oxytocin gene our love hormone so if you're not in a state of love and compassion which most people are not if they're getting upset at anything you're not going to be able to tune in to your body's love because your body's not in a sense of safety and fyi that also is why people don't heal their trauma without further ado again as i continue sharing in this lovely intro which my regular listeners will most likely skip or i hope you can and if you can't well you guys get to be reminded about this which i would say is quite awesome come on and i'm trying to make it fun see (laughs) also the only answers have always been the same 
it's called love cooperation compromise structure organization communication and so much building together so when we choose to be from heart we are always doing loving cooperative compromising structure all of it it's not going to be perfect again flaws and imperfections so what is this this is i am life i am love i am expanding consciousness i am infinite higher human consciousness potential love maria and just so that that we close with a couple of great quotes and before we do that i actually will have some other added information seneca or seneca i don't know how they pronounce but one time discovers truth very true always always and then here's another one wherever there is a human being there is an opportunity for a kindness this is always seneca but my favorite and the one that represents what an enlightenment soul age group person is because we are connected and embodying always expanding consciousness those of us in the enlightenment soul age group we are life we are love we are expanding consciousness which is why we are a representation of the infinite higher human consciousness potential we live it and again Rumi this is Rumi goodbyes are only for those who love with their eyes because for those who love with heart and soul there is no such thing as separation the entire life of an enlightenment soul age group person and anyone who enters into this 5d oneness consciousness perspective as well as this soul age group does not know separateness we're one big ball of energy we're one big soul if you want to call it that and there's a depth of knowing our bodies they contract our nervous system contracts when somebody wants to quote unquote when they present a limited consciousness perspective and so we'll stand up and say be yourself but we won't mean be yourself from the ego we'll mean be your expanded consciousness self our bodies contract whenever there is anything that is beneath the zero vibration beneath the land of neutral the land of equanimity and we will always be already at the top with the infinite having perceived a lot of other aspects depths of dimensions this is why we have shiva and kali besides krishna lila krishna lila we experience the depths and the profound and seriousness with playfulness we have an irrepressible child it's not a child it's a depth of our emotions because we feel from the ventral vagus field shiva we know non-being we have been unseen unheard unvalidated unaccepted by our loved ones in our vulnerable places and loved ones is all of humanity because when we get up and say we love all people we've been told that we should not because evil exists apparently for those who still live in the medieval times our non-being is because shiva was never scary darkness is not scary nor is it evil we actually know what it's like again not to be seen or heard or validated and we understood why kali because our mastery over life and death has always been a burning fire of life and expanding consciousness and knowing that you cannot tell me what i can feel or think you may suggest or give me your opinion or whatever it may be but besides that and no matter what age you were this is where your body immediately just allowed and as you got older so this is a little bit of that 
5dc i am expanding consciousness perspective that you'll begin to hear and again before we close out this intro what you also want to know is that the inspiring human potential inner growth content is also a mentorship type content again that's why it's educational and it includes a journey and mindset that was brought together and researched and still is ongoing because i keep up to date with my psychoeducation and i plan on integrating quantum physics if i am able to grasp those concepts but the bringing together of human and spiritual elements so humanity and spirituality one and in the same although obviously they have their reasons for why's we bring together existentialism psychology sociology neuroscience the spirituality elements involve ascension discussing clairs astrology meta astrology metaphysics 3d 4d 5d these dimensions sometimes we talk about spiritual awakening tarot akashic record readings or just talking about things like akashic akash okay we explore human evolution with the understanding that that is the expanding consciousness so all these subject matters and more it's a multidisciplinary approach okay we bring together again human and spiritual elements to explore the human evolution and consciousness those of you who are life love expanding consciousness and an infinite higher human potential from your mind are going to be able to follow those who are linear you might have questions please feel free to reach out i'm here to share any thoughts anything that is of support again it's something to give the enlightenment soul age group specifically their voice because we don't have a voice out there i have yet to hear the voice of expanding consciousness and here's what um, i will leave you with it is something that involves always seeking not believing we don't believe in the sense of there's only one truth we're always adding to our truth bank if you will because all opinions all perspectives all thoughts all emotions exist and so again welcome to the ihp podcast i look forward to hearing from you guys on any questions on anything again even those who would like to perhaps present a completely opposing view we're open to hearing everything because you know as long as it's loving obviously and when i say loving i mean that it supports the expansion of consciousness of humanity and us working together and being functional adults meaning we can agree to disagree peacefully and allow our life which needs air water and food to keep existing we need those bare necessities from that moment forth we can always use our words that's exactly one of those things that we have as a people so welcome again and i look forward to hearing from you for those who are not in the enlightenment soul age group yet or a complete state of 5d consciousness so oneness consciousness unconditional love and neutrality being able to consistently be connected to akash which really is uh, means a lot of different things for people but the enlightenment soul age group will have basically two ends of the spectrums one and i come from the i am presence spectrum so connecting always from a heart and uh, emotional place and 
that means a lot of different things for people it is part of the mystics esotericism and uh, holistic community but the biggest differentiating factor is that i don't actually sit in those spaces i sit in the space of modern physics and energy when it comes to my clear and although i do have a basic foundation and more as you know we begin again utilizing and integrating tarot reading oracle readings and i plan on using those for our universal love the life force reiki transmission to support um, those who want to pursue personal development and ascension with that journey more to come but what i'm trying to get at is i am part of the holistic metaphysics esotericism mystical community because these words incorporate experiences that i have declared i use words from that group as well what the 5d the whole 5d concept is from the spectrum but i don't um, and never have believed in conspiracy theories uh, even those raised with god and catholicism jesus in my heart and in my life as well as god in my heart and in my life equate what i've heard Sadhguru speak of which is shiva kali krishna lila unknown darkness uh, kali knowing your own life and death like the essence of life and death and krishna lila knowing how to explore the depths of the profound with playfulness and so yes as a child and or even in my podcasts and the blog all the ihp content from prior to recently probably you'll hear different modalities and different expressions and and you you can actually note the what some would say is a contradiction because you know people will stick to words like glue when they're not in the enlightenment soul age group so they're like set in stone but you said this well i said that but it was in a moment of time okay so here's where um the enlightenment soul age group person in 5d we're always this and that are true we're always a sad guru but in our day-to-day life the difference is that guru is a person who's known and we get told that we are either you know pseudoscience bullshit or self-help crap or you know speaking out of our ass it all depends then there are those who are like oh my gosh you know how amazing they actually get it Uh, because they too get life they get that this and that are both true and the psychoeducators here thankfully they're the ones updating everybody about how reality is subjective and and there are those who don't like these explanations but they don't understand the biology behind it they think they know that our biology is to be only one with the animals but they're missing the aspect that we evolved and so that our implicit memory will store all the way back to when we're fishies and every day when you wake up thanks to the implicit memory you don't have to remember to walk again to learn to walk again so our body has memories you know and the subject matter experts they're not all enlightened fyi or empowered some of them are in there for their own ego for like so many different things they're blinded by their own stuff and so yeah like when i'm talking to a psycho anything that doesn't actually have the body element sensory motor somatic stuff and they want to call themselves a psychologist who helps people i'll say you're a psychologist your degree is that i don't know about helping people 
because the minute you tell me the body isn't a memory and i can work around it is the minute i'm like wait a minute why are you excluding a piece of information of your own subject matter of your own like you are supposed to say help people means help people means you can't get rid of the body like hello what are you doing how are you being selective about this topic so it's kind of like the enlightenment so age group person we will not have been selective of what we get to learn about life we're all inclusive so i'm a person then i'm also like you know different roles for different people then i have this society thing that gets to have other roles and other rules and other people and then we got time and you know you got all these other things and it's like huh let me see how much fun i can have today and we usually have a buttload of fun by the way so this evil thing we we heard of it but it's like i don't know about that as a kid i know i used words but as a kid i know my heart i remember my heart because our body remembers everything so see here's the thing about implicit and explicit memory we all have implicit memory and uh, let me read to you that said guru quote that i have read a couple times already but it's very important conscious action does not produce karma instinctive reaction does those of us who are in the enlightenment soul age group we do dharma and we always have done dharma even as a child i would sit in fact if you remember my little book i would sit in the corner and i liked sitting in silence because it allowed me to think I, i even used the word depressed which i'm sure some adult gave me or i heard somewhere but i said i like to go to a corner so i can think and that's where i want to be when i'm depressed so people leave me alone <laughs> so i wanted to be left alone but as you can tell i'm 42 and i i love humanity more than ever in fact my heart simply breaks for humanity not in suffering by the way it breaks with sadness because people use the word evil and they don't understand what shame actually means in the body of a human and they don't know that all of these things that are equated in evil or purgatory or hell or sin or all these words that come from a medieval time that i mean i was raised again catholic i i remember in a fond way my teachers though and i only remember one very basic lesson um, to be unconditionally loving to forgive where they do not know and to turn the other cheek in fact this is where none of the other things really added up Uh, especially the part about human beings who were claiming and still to this day claim to be a voice for god and they're talking about being violent to each other and uh, they're talking about being violent and not necessarily instigating physical violence but they're being violent with their words towards people like calling them names and making them unwelcome because of belief systems that don't uh exist or should not you know really 2023 like i don't even know how else to break this one down although i i keep on trying to bring myself to this specific space of where people are heard mentality because i know there are people that will think of these stories uh like when i hear the psychoeducators talk about optimal shame and it's like mm, I, I i will beg to differ about this i know that we can use all words and we'll always use all words because you know that's part of a journey but i wouldn't say that there's an optimal thing once you can move beyond it there's a very optimal thing it's called unconditional love it's called knowing that you breathe and others breathe too and it's also that instinctive reaction is your implicit memory stuff so it's called if you want to grow up for real 
you know there's a very beautiful way your body can feel as you grow up because we learn how to tend to the reactive which is our emotion which is our implicit memory stuff and that's the charge stuff that involves the insecurities of people that have shame blame fault revenge cycles so see here's where enlightenment for the i am presence person does not involve evil i have not experienced evil in my life although i might have thought i did and i might have thought of it in ways because i only had certain words and certain pieces of information in my knowledge bank this brain right here which then connects to my mouth and gets me to say words so you can say that before i knew what i know today about the biology the implicit memory system about uh, the nervous system about the default network so evolutionary science shows our default network all of us have the same one it has what is called comparisons i can remember clearly not wanting to be my twin sister and my twin sister not wanting to be i and for me saying i'm me and you're you and for both of us to to this day be there for each other and fight like cats and dogs and still be there for each other you know like that comparison uh, it serves a very different purpose uh, which does not include insecurity of my own sense of worth or her own sense of worth can involve accepting each other and helping each other to feel loved yes so insecurity in that can be something that one would feel is in the mix but here's where when you move into your enlightenment soul age group and those who do we actually know we're always loved and so here when i was child two or three moments i've told the regular listeners these stories but i won't reiterate them fully but two or three times i was if you will rejected and my remembrance and it was very heartbreaking but in my remembrance what i also knew was my sister loves me she's herself and i'm myself and orange and apples still love each other even though they're different so there's no reason to be sad okay so here's where the comparison for those of us in the love cycle i'm presence will never have said oh she doesn't love me i must be unworthy that's for the shame cycle blame fault revenge that's for the mammalian heritage of those who actually as they're growing up sit in the shame guilt fear anger arenas and have charge states that are i'm broken it's my fault i can't it's unfair so when you see all those hero movie villain movies all the people who talk about relationships and oh you are worthy and oh for us in the enlightenment soul age group it gets really daunting very fast because we're like no shit sherlock of course you are worthy like what are you talking about but but let me put the compassion hat on because i forget that i in this case for this episode particularly the people who actually have shame cycles they feel broken inside and they do feel bad and they have a teflon brain that deflects any good they've ever done so there's the self-love deficit people and there's also people who are in all the other clusters you know we want to take a look at uh, and support and understand that their body in its in feels different than a person who can be in the enlightenment soul age group and even a person who can be in a secure attachment so the attachment styles matter the disorganized and the ambivalent are the least stable of the selves and when i say stable i mean they don't feel safe and social in their body they don't feel that the world is safe or social and in fact they're the ones who have the biological rudeness which is why they will dissociate 
and that dissociation involves various aspects so their traumatized brain to break it down will be most likely uh, enlarged amygdala shrunken hippocampus shrunken prefrontal cortex and their behavior will involve for example one of the the clusters cluster b in this case sociopath psychopath narcissists um, the antisocial there's others i've read them to you let me go find them because those would be the ones that people keep on uh, being not very kind to because of the past not knowing about our implicit memory stuff and all this biology and neuroscience stuff that we now know uh, let me see if i took i thought i had them here we go um so the cluster b we have antisocial personality disorder borderline personality disorder histrionic and narcissistic um so they involve <clears throat> genetics environmental factors childhood trauma and brain structure now neuroplasticity finds that the brain structure actually can be rewired because if you work on the parts of the self and the body is involved as well this is where you can help a person to learn to self-regulate and to co-regulate and to be safe and social in their body and to eventually move out of that shame blame fault revenge cycle now there's different degrees as pat ogden pointed out uh, the ones that definitely will want to take a look at socio um, excuse me uh, sensory motor and somatic therapy therapists and just that whole group of people neuroscience psychoeducation one you can go nicabm.com it's a great resource for anybody who wants to learn on their own about a lot of important information somatopia.com they have actually an updated course i can't take it because i'm taking mindsight right now and i might be doing something else with embodied philosophy for that somatic practitioner stuff but anybody who wants to support uh, people and yourself included in all your relationships these are great resources to learn about actually when they say genetics for example it's not one gene one gene can't create a whole series of situations it's it's the environmental factors and then what type of abuse or neglect what type of household what type of environment was there and is there and uh, there are still many people that live in certain types of situations worldwide that we can consider and know involve a level of biological rudeness so other people who are not actually safe and social and this is why nicbm.com for example is one of the greatest uh, organizations i've seen out there with what they're doing i support ruth i mean even when she this year showed what what organizations they supported with money worldwide us and then local so she's really you know that example and the beauty of 5d is this is that it's it's about human evolution and consciousness it's not about stories in the sense of staying within conspiracy theories and here's where me bringing together mysticism esotericism holistic the spiritual stuff it's because i have these experiences but it's also because of where i'm supporting to bring together the spirituality of sakura stuff too and the psychoeducation the sociology the human stuff and i'm a person who is a 
my stories so this evil is not a concept it exists societally speaking for reasons that i know all too well i studied humanities and social sciences and very interesting and you know what i found out from one of the sociology books that we create our own societal culture so the minute i read that i was like wow i started laughing my ass off in my brain and then i was thinking about all these people that i've had these conversations with and that i even still to this day have conversations with and i'm thinking about the story that was given to me to give me the understanding of what these who are subject matter experts fyi have to share about how societal culture gets accepted the universally accepted concept which i'm not going to bore you with right now but it's fascinating and all i can tell you is that the more something also gets accepted and becomes an integral part the more obviously all those sides are going to come in and want to have a say so right now i'm thinking as a reiki practitioner now i heard recently that christianity certain christian people consider reiki practitioners evil or reiki as a whole evil and then i think of the 4d community who keeps on talking about energy vampires and dark auras and negative and positive energy who are all ignorant in the fact that energy is energy it's a vibration it's a sound it's a uh, hertz it's it's not with positive or negative traits except for positive or negative in the aspect of what is the charge is it a positive or negative charge furthermore i also though recognize because of having a background in christianity where that word and where that judgment comes from and in fact when i read a paper on it that's where i was like ah society you know and i was like ah that's the we group that's right they only think of energy in three forms it's god or it's a human or it's an evil obviously if they didn't say oh here's our seal of approval reiki practitioners you're humanly given the energy that we consider holy and you know obviously there's no way they're going to say god and i would not even want to go down that path because you know if you're a person who has any common sense you would know it's 2023 and not the medieval texts you know we've we've learned to speak differently does anybody read shakespeare without an interpretation of it i don't know i haven't read the whole bible yet they keep telling me to read it why should i read something that's ancient not to mention translated wrong by a bunch of different you know sources fyg it's just like everything if you want to talk about being a person who has any type of intellect i would say that there's a lot of areas i see people not looking into when they come up with their statements of what is evil or isn't evil (laughs) and again they're part of a we group so here's where those of us in the enlightenment soul age group we're not really going to be too much in those mixes because we don't have to prove that evil exists or it doesn't exist because guess what reality is subjective thank you psychoeducators for letting us in on something that for us the i am presence people was very common sense when we were kids and being told no you can't think or feel that because here here all these people think and feel that well i don't think and feel that but no but you can't but i'm here and i'm standing right in front of you how are you telling me that i can't exist i know i exist i can touch my arms and i can touch my head and i actually hear the thoughts that come through my brain and i can feel the feelings so how are you telling me no like right now right here Mm, that doesn't make any sense to me i'm so sorry that i must choose to be quiet since otherwise you're gonna keep yelling at me and i don't know why so here i'll i'll do the side note with a story of my childhood (laughs) growing up i don't remember everything obviously but there's one thing that i was known for which they say that i love to argue my entire family will continue to say that i love to argue and hey 
on the external that's what it looks like but you know what from the inside is going on is that i'm just curious about a lot of different things and my brain just has all these questions and more questions and more questions and more questions and so (laughs) i can see how i got annoying because even when i have children around me and they're asking me questions i'm like oh my god when does it end you know so that's the part though of that curiosity for me never stopped i just learned how to figure stuff out and go research it on my own and have fun with it and so with evil this whole thing of evil it just never sat well with me and i looked at humanity the people that i was interacting with and i'm like they're not evil they all have an answer for why they're doing this stuff that people want to put in the evil box and while as a kid i was rigid because for me god and jesus made it very clear what we're supposed to do this is supposed to be forgiving turn the other cheek for they do not know like i don't even know how that those sentences but see this is where people oh you didn't read the whole bible here let me read to you why the sheep and let me go get this passage right over here where it tells you to go you know so here's where subjective reality again and interpretation and those who follow a leader which the enlightenment soul age we don't so we know there's not evil we don't believe you because you keep on telling me what your thoughts are we know that you're giving us your interpretation but we don't see what you're seeing what we see is something completely different and so we're going to keep on saying okay let me move away from you people because obviously you all agree on the same thing and that's great but i don't think you should be talking about shittiness like that because shittiness equals a person who you don't know what they've been through what they haven't been through so it's not actual shittiness and don't bring in the human species because if you look at biology our species actually uh, looks to co-regulate and to coexist and co-create because together is how we actually continue to physically survive so i think you have it mistaken when you talk about people are evil it's their nature 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 is to actually keep living people's nature is to try and find a safe place a safe place means where they can feel safe and social so if their body never felt safe and social because their home wasn't safe and social because their parents did not have the ability to co-regulate which we recently i shared with you a little bit about that that body in fact their reality becomes blame shame fault revenge and all that is beneath the neutrality vibration and that lovely map of consciousness you got to see how many people use it to find and figure out if they're awesome or not but then when it comes to using with humanity and talking about them with compassion that's where you begin to hear about dark auras and energy vampires and all these 4d 3d people talking about reiki practitioners and evil or not evil Hmm. now let me think about that one so many different stories and yet let's go to science i love technology not even like so much so it gets us to see with the eyes and you know what makes me laugh even more are the people that have such judgment towards it i'll share a story because see if there's anyone that would be evil in my book and really that's bullshit because nobody's evil what they are is closed-minded and i get called closed-minded all the time because i will be able to stand up and tell somebody why i think what i think 
and i didn't know that was closed-minded to be such a confident person when it comes to your opinions are you asking me to bow down and agree with you and just let you say yes i agree with you is that what you're do you want to hear my side or do you not want to hear like which one is it make up your mind because i i don't really care either way but if we're going to have a conversation i should be able to speak my own subjective reality but hey you know (laughs) people know you can't there's only evil okay then go for it uh keep on doing the journey so i get lost in my humor sometimes guys i hope you're laughing alongside with me i know my regular listeners are but uh and these these pieces of content are only going to be funny to the regular listeners but it is (laughs) educational as well so the whole part about evil and it not existing it's that it's a concept that was uh, brought about before we had technology technology shows us that we are uh, actually energy as well and sound that everything in the in the universe is sound so when i talk about reiki and i share with people if they want a session or not uh, you guys know on the website we have seven energy bodies and so the technology shows science that we have these energy bodies is what i was trying to get to plus when i do distance healings or close-up healings i don't prefer using the word healing because i'm not healing anything i'm clearing an energetic spectrum so what i'm doing is you know connecting to what i call universal love energy but it can be life force or it can be akash you can call whatever you want it's not mine though it's actual uh infinite energy and it is an intelligence of its own so with the intent and the focus the visualization and whatever the session is for i can work on the person's overall energetic body or i can allow it to serve whatever specific physical need may be needed uh, alleviate pain uh, if they want something just again general the energy will do its thing this doesn't mean something's going to be felt not felt none of that you know um but definitely it's not evil and when people think of evil it's not evil either when they talk about sins or promiscuity or you know lifestyle choices and they do so with the medieval words that still to this day come from places in the western world and or countries that consider themselves civilized and this word that gets used makes me think of what year is this again like there's just so many things that the enlightenment soul age group is able to today say why are you all stuck in time and we do know we're the oddballs to those who are stuck in time and it's okay so we're okay with being oddballs we don't consider it true by the way (laughs) we just consider everybody every one of us is an oddball so every one of us has a subjective opinion about something and really what's important is that we're able to talk and laugh about it together as grown-ups which people that want to accuse others of evil don't do so when it comes to crime there's reasons why there's crime and there's also structure in place that's supposed to tend to it you don't need to be pointing a finger at an individual and telling somebody they're evil especially when you don't know their past those people who are upset of course they have a right to be upset and yet everybody has a right of everything the point is that when you get to the centeredness of why something would happen in a specific chaotic way you will find that what people say bad and good exists in all of us it's not bad and good it's what is called fear and not fear Uh, safe and unsafe and so when you learn that our emotions as one of the psychoeducators presented to me recently 
are invested in our own survival and our own protection and that they are not invested in reality that it is the subjective reality that will come up so people will create this is where i'm learning about envy and jealousy jealousy is a self-preservation mode for in evolutionary science and they have actually done studies even with dogs as you recall i told you with the study they actually had owners bring their dogs in they had the owners play with pretend dogs these dogs actually showed jealous uh, behavior towards the pretend dogs they're like toy dogs and that's a study they did because they were trying to figure out if jealousy had to involve cognitive or not obviously it doesn't doesn't involve thinking because these dogs were jealous that their owners had played with another puppy even though that puppy was pretend it was a fake thing those dogs still showed jealousy towards these puppies and here's where jealousy is a self-preservation emotion stems from when we were one with the animal kingdom and we needed each other so jealousy is where you're afraid of losing something that you value you value it this means your body your heart your mind values it now that it went through its entire transformation to where people kill because they get jealous that's because they have distorted completely whatever it is that is of their value to being objectified it's out of proportion and now their you know subjective reality brings them to do something that is not considered and definitely is not a positive because they're taking another person's life but that is talked about in romance novels and all these places you know and here i'm going to move into this spectrum and, and continue our conversation with this as an example because it's only one of the many that people continue to want to talk about either as saying no but jealousy has to exist it's a feeling that everybody has no not everybody has one by the way <laughs> you know even the psychoeducators they got people who are keeping on using these generalized statements whenever i hear them do that it's like dude stop but then i'm like wait a minute they're not aware you can you know share your truth your piece don't worry <laughs> it's okay maria they're talking amongst each other and their people so subject matter experts are people and so yeah there's one person that was saying ah you have to have an outsider it's like mm, not really that enlightenment soul age group person doesn't need an outsider that other people will think they do we already know that that's why we keep on saying thank you and smiling and moving along our way and that's not an you know you can tell a person who's in the enlightenment soul age group for how they see the world when they wake up in the morning and for how many people they can engage with of how many types and where they can walk and where they will smile and where they will be at ease that's how you can tell the difference between somebody <clears throat> who actually has no objectiveness about the fact that we have a subjective reality which is any person who in fact is not in the enlightenment soul age group because apparently evil in their world really does exist and they don't accept that a lot of things exist if we really need to put it into the spectrum of existence they're all a lot of uh you know again virtual reality imagination so those external reality checks to the enlightenment soul age person let's bring in this jealousy again if you're self-empowered you do not feel jealous because your loved one is looking at somebody or you know whatever it is furthermore okay if you're also self-empowered you will have chosen relationships that you are growing and so you and others will have talked about differences and apples and oranges and pears and either you've come to agree to disagree and be able to coexist fine for example i had a relationship where 
i said i want us to be in open relationships they said no i said i don't care they said no i said i don't care and we went ahead with the open relationship they were not fond of that but they agreed they agreed for reasons that they we are no longer an item and here's where when it did close it was clear that we agreed to disagree and for that disagreement though uh, it is not something that we could keep moving forward it wasn't for the open relationship part by the way it was for other stuff but the long story short though is where i uncovered and i really did know already that the person was inclined to always say yes to make me happy in a way of you know positive meaning they wanted me to be happy so they were more than happy to say yes but what they didn't realize with themselves was they were saying yes to keep moving forward with the relationship but it wasn't actually in what they saw for their future still once their future was pretty clear but really what happened was this they actually met somebody that matched what they wanted that they found intriguing now see here's where some people would call this whole situation oh how evil i'm best friends with their lovely wife they in fact had us to introduce because they said you'd love her she was awesome and and it's this person that introduced me for example to crystals and naturopathy even though my twin sister also does naturopathy so all of these are instead for those of us in the enlightenment soul age group stories that we already know we're meant to meet each other if you will but without knowing that we are and it's only after the fact that you can look back and even if it's meant or not it doesn't matter right it took place like we got to meet we got all these things took place long story short jealousy i was never jealous they were not able to be jealous because i told them no jealousy otherwise there's the door i'm not your property people who are empowered they will not be jealous now in this case i must talk about culture so the person is italian italians have this idea that jealousy means you love each other it comes from all of their stories just you know it's like a whole deal in fact if we need to talk about that right here is where that's why it's subjective reality and that's why it's not necessarily an insecurity which will be an interpretation or that it's a power play between people that is another interpretation now again this uh, entire concept is only one of many that people could argue with when it comes to evil not evil there is no evil there are people there's culture there's ideas there's thoughts so grown-ups know how to use their words versus insult and really what it is is being egos that are sensitive that are blinded by their own belief systems and thoughts without being aware of it and so being reactive and there you go with the karma and then being unconscious by the way and then being adaptive children slash cognitive dissonance which the enlightenment soul age group is not going to get involved in because the minute somebody starts to get agitated with me is the minute that i know i've met an adaptive child and i've met a belief that is not going to go into a let's have an open conversation no it's going to be i'm right you're wrong and whatever you are is a weirdo to me you know and yada 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 so the part that is for our self-preservation is not locked in stone due to the fact that we keep on evolving humanly speaking it ain't no devil either because again energy can be seen thank you technology for existing they're studying consciousness as we speak it's only uh what is it called hypotheticals hypotheses right now people are on more information and so as we've been building information thank you science community and academia for existing the lovely psycho educators thanks to stephen porges with the polyvagal theory we can know that our actual autonomous nervous system has went through an evolution 
and that there's the a uh, asocial reptile and the um co-social or social mammalian or i forget the specific terms he uses but our humanity began when our nervous system our autonomic nervous system moved into that of being one that is mammalian and, and i and i need to again revisit my course because it's very technical the way he's explaining it and uh, the part about the uh, social reptilian is where the 4d people get their stories with the whole reptilians and not reptilians they have not yet had a picture of the physical reptilian they have imagination and dream state i got dream state too with my clairs that's the whole part of why i've been integrating everything is i have experiences that other people talk about and while they though read material that adds story to story to story and in fact you know the part that really gets me is when they don't realize their disconnect so let me read to you one of these words because i join groups to keep up with the different types of stories that go about but uh fear false elements of energy appearing real now this is where um here's a person who says if you feel that magic is evil this is due to fear face your fears and you'll discover a whole new world so false elements of energy appearing real i'd say that one must not consider it false or true energetic elements are aspects that happen in dream state if you will or that you're feeling and the feeling though is not something that will take place let me break this one down if you are an individual who knows how to stay grounded and calm and collected in all circumstances this is where you'll be able to use your full-fledged brain okay your prefrontal cortex and your brain is locked and loaded the minute you start to get agitated is the minute that you're no longer your actual clear self you're not going to be able to have a conversation conceptually conceptually speaking people already begin to be in a place of blinders when it comes to anything that they have not taken and said okay this is mine it's not of all it's my opinion it's my perspective so let me go back to jealousy so that we can keep this a little bit more tangible and practical the italian culture because i'm part italian neapolitan as who i love most and then my other favorite place is sardinia and that's because i have family friends there and uh, it's a home and uh, yes one of the most amazing islands definitely i'm more fond of it have not been to sicily have not really a huge interest in it but if i have to go i'll probably go more to sicily than i will to for example milan no not interested in milan maybe venice just because you know the gondola rides that sounds kind of fun but the reality is i'm a girl and i'm a city girl so rome and below yes top not so much and there's reasons for that that i do know are biases i admit it it's okay i don't have to see the whole world this is where right here is that evil mm, not really i'm not offending anybody unlike lovely northerners when they come down to the south and not offending and the italians of the south also friend so here's where does it ever end no it won't ever end if people keep on having their little sides versus just being objective and neutral and in zero while acknowledging that mm, there are preferences of course there are there are reasons for it i like to be loud and i like to be all up in your face i'm not afraid of people's 
upset or passion i love passion what's a life without passion i don't you know it's like boring so the southerner is definitely passionate another northerner is not so much even though i know for foreigners they are because again all italy so and i really shouldn't uh, create these distinctions because there's plenty of northerners that are awesome i have some pretty great friends but they're calmer their tones lower and it makes sense you know their whole environment is different when you think of environment it's not just our body it's what surrounds us so the air the temperature do you have mountains or do you have ocean and those are aspects people don't take into consideration because apparently you know i don't know actually why jealousy back to this um the italians you see how they talk about it so again northerners or southerners the northerners are less uh, jealous they they've gone a lot more uh, anglo-saxon and i know i shouldn't say it that way but okay i have a preference and i don't do the whole private it's your space my space again neapolitans we're in each other's spaces it makes me feel very distant if i have to be formal and so it's not something i'm fond of so yes my side is uh, i don't want to be around you if i have to be formal because that would mean i need to be composed i might as well just be at home at least i can be comfortable in my own body instead of being composed in a way that seems to me soldier like or uh, just pretending yeah so the jealous part is where once my friends explain to me what it is why it is and i see it i see that it's not about fear it's culture as an american and just as a person who's against anyone being your owner ship is not something i'm fond of but evolutionarily speaking again that it has its role so wherever it is still present it has a role if a person becomes an adult and moves into their self-empowerment that where they will create a transformative experience of their own and make different choices but if they welcome it and accept it and they embody it and they live it harmoniously with their partners and their people right and this is why um, again it's not evil to be jealous let's not misunderstand that but when it comes to people and they've done acts of jealousy so actually when we go to the bible i think there's the two brothers right that story is one of the first examples of something that is defined as evil and something that's perpetuated as a way of setting an example of some sort but if you want to look at it from a psychoeducational perspective we have two brothers one of which didn't feel worthy and was in shame and in fact was reactive with their self-preservation so their emotions distorted their reality as an adaptive child's distortion goes and i recently had a story i shared with you about how this happens where a person will justify their actions it didn't get to any point of danger because they're not a dangerous person but they actually did do things that are indicative of structural dissociation and not a little bit and i i shared with them in a way that was my best to say look i think you need support i think you want to you know i tried to just walk them away from their rage which kept directing itself and it's unfair it's unfair it's unfair that is not an evil person it's a person who's going through what is called a uh, moment of structural dissociation their window of tolerance is small they need support being walked through but even the psychotherapist will tell you a person only will continue their personal development journey if they see that their way of behaving brings issues this same individual actually does not feel that their personality 
and their charge state is something to be addressed with professionals they feel that uh, they are fine and that they need better friends and better people and that their inner well-being is um, pretty much okay they do acknowledge that some things are stressors but they're confusing at least at the moment maybe and hopefully things move into a direction where they find a good support for specifically their own window of tolerance when it comes to rejection when it comes to people having lives and so here's where this is not an evil person for example this is a human being who is insecure and who will have reactions that are out of their brain's control because they're actually in survival mode their their attachment style and their wiring of self is not stable they're in in fact at the very least ambivalent and their reaction is something that they have very little ability to walk themselves through and that they don't think they need in fact this is the part of the well what i would say is even worse but nobody not i not a government not a therapist nobody can actually impose this is where these things only become imposing when you're you know in the face of a court of law essentially and that's where and why compassion is important amongst us and amongst all of those clusters and amongst people which is where the enlightenment soul age group comes into the mix 5dc person we're here to create new conversations so cluster b again involves those different types of uh, personality disorders i think at one point they will change that word because it's not a disorder it's a person's nervous system and safety behavior that was organized in a way to protect them in their environment the genes it's not one gene it's the actual household environment and co-regulation that didn't happen and a lot of other things that are being talked about look up the polyvagal theory look up again nicabm.com or read up with bezel vanderkolk's book the neuroscience the psychoeducation is explaining this shame blame fault revenge cycles these aspects of structural dissociation they're not chosen and everybody's emotions will always lead them to self-preserve that part about knowing we have subjective reality is only a capability of a person who begins to disconnect their own opinions from being reactive with them with other people which is why our relationships are very important but it's also important how we choose to explore concepts so it's not about saying evil doesn't exist to the people who believe it it's about saying okay i get what you're saying because we do i can get what they're saying again i was a child as well i was introduced into these topics today i can speak about shame and the nervous system thanks to the academics who are doing research on trauma and who for one reason or another and i'm so thankful they exist and they're here began to look with technology into that nervous system and in fact stephen porges he says it the best he says our mental health community they are mistake. i'm gonna say they didn't really make a mistake they did their best with what they had the tools they had the technology they had and so he says they did a mistake they assumed that behavior was taught and they went forward from that and so this is where right now trauma is still identified with the events that happen it will be transformed and changed eventually because it's not the events that happen 
that lead to trauma taking place with the nervous system beneath the surface now you and i can have the same experience but if my window of tolerance is bigger meaning it has a lot more and see here's the thing the enlightenment soul age group we have a window of love and so when it comes to anything that involves self-preservation it's only going to be if it's a physical life threat if somebody's envious or jealous or spiteful or quote-unquote mean the enlightenment soul age group person the one who's from i am presence will know not evil we will know heartbreak we will know suffering we will know that it makes us sad we will know that it's why we will know these words we will know this and in fact here's where we'll close with me moving into just an example again of me as a person the more i grew up the more compassion to this day i actually cry when i think of shame cycles and even mentioning it because it's really not evil it's a person who does not feel in any way shape or form good about them even porges explains what this means and so while the 4d community wants to create these reptilian stories because they got a hold of a bunch of different books that talk about that you know the evolutionary science yes there are holes but there's no need to fill it in with beliefs that come from medieval times or come from space because you know if only one related to humanity as we are we're all people we all know what it means to feel unworthy if you will and some of us just able to say i'm not unworthy this is bullshit and that's where the connect with the herd is you can be whoever you want i'm going to be whoever i want and nothing's going to come out of it except for an exchange which is why you meet again a lot of different behaviors that other people will think and react to we don't because in our own actual body we feel just as confident and loving as yesterday because there's not a threat there's not a threat of losing someone of value there's not a threat of being someone who uh, is not going to survive because we don't live in the forest anymore so if somebody doesn't like us it's not going to be the end of our actual physical life moving from a self-preservation brain if you will that is from our past is the part about becoming aware of your implicit memory stuff and it's very straightforward it's just people like with the friends and other people i know because they will be judging humanity as evil and shitty they will not think of their actual relationships and behaviors with wait a minute but these charge states this way of feeling actually about it because the reality is mine and how i'm looking at things so with jealousy some people just you know besides the cultural part it's really the ones who end up uh i don't know even how to say it but um they end up doing really stupid shit some people they really do some stupid shit they end up in jail for jealousy you know uh one of the stories that we've talked about before is uh where i was having a conversation where i said neither of these two people are in the wrong they both need support they need help is what i said they need psychological help because they were two drug addicts uh, one was the woman the other a male and the woman was pregnant and the male actually lit her on fire because he was jealous because i think she broke up with him i don't remember and in the meantime you know the other people were judging both and i didn't judge either i said they both needed help they both were involved in something that obviously didn't lead them to well-being i feel so bad for both of them i hope they're okay 
that's where it stands when you're 5d self-empowered enlightened in the enlightenment soul age group humanly speaking you will feel sad for two people who love each other whatever it is that it doesn't matter they both need help and there's help luckily for them not neither of them is in this category that really dehumanizes people and it's based on a lack of technology from the past where we couldn't see inside the human skull the humans you know we didn't know how we worked and yes we have the yoga sciences you know that i know our spirituality plane keeps on molding with science but without the science spirituality is a story it's told in storytelling and so storytelling this is why again as long as we are only using one it's incomplete the data helps the story helps to create understanding until it doesn't since reality is subjective when the story is told and it has two sides which is where separation of consciousness comes into the mix and then the two sides remain blinded that there's two they're not going to allow the whole to be present and people will usually have but there has to be a side now the side is the side of life is we need air water food the side of life is we are species who evolved the side of life is many things when you want to get into culture that's where we're already starting to look at things differently and every country and identity and here is where we begin the lovely uh, battles that other soul age groups are doing which we don't want to do battles we want humanity to see apples oranges pears can actually from the life sensitive perspective be able to say fuck you fuck you i don't like you you don't like me whatever it is but actually not have hurt feelings and that's where only if you're self-empowered though if you're not what just happened is you were unseen unheard unvalidated in your vulnerable places by your loved ones just gonna make you feel like shit quote unquote which is their shame blame fault revenge cycles which is where you know a whole bunch of other things happen again and again and again and we'll have this one but it's not about sides when you're in the enlightenment so age group all sides will tell you why they think the other side is evil that's just a straightforward answer and all sides will have a story and all sides will have their proof so the enlightenment so age person's proof that evil doesn't exist is the psychoeducators that are presenting what happens with trauma and what happens in our actual physiological body that it is accompanied with spirituality and also the spiritual stuff yes but we want to keep the data present so that we can disengage from the parts of the stories that keep people divided and it's not about negating anything it's about opening more room to talk okay so it's not about saying you don't have to believe in something it's saying you believe in what you want to believe people and and you know what happens is when people get to know each other that's what happens uh if people get to know each other there's the opportunity for them to know wow this is a person like i and that's where the enlightenment soul age group again is moving into creating conversations and interacting with openness and ease when we meet biological rudeness when we are around those who want to talk about conflicts in a way that still involves the evil medieval stuff we are here to say you know here's what i noticed and for example i'll close it with this when i was in this conversation about these two people the person who demonstrated 
the level of openness was the older gentleman out of the three of us four of us the other two were younger people they are gossipers though and they're part of a soul age group that is indicative of them actually having a way of judging humanity this individual he said the older gentleman he said he turned to me and he looked and he looked at me with a level of respect not like how odd are you it was did you go to school he asked me if i had went to school and i said yes i have a master's degree he said well see i only have middle school middle grade so it might be that i'm you know not as cultured or and he wasn't talking ill of himself he was recognizing you and i come from different planes and maybe it's because you've learned more things i'm just more traditional you know so this is where adults can sit and talk and that's where we want to bring our conversations with people so looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences have a wonderful day